Hello ladies and gentlemen, it's been a while since we had a voice of Imaro, we are live on Twitch, but this is also going up on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, episode 28 sadly could not be uploaded anywhere because it was copyright struck from every possible angle because we listened to uh, the entire Kendrick Lamar album and uh, that makes perfect sense. Uh, we slam it on this podcast we just kind of do uh, whatever we want to do and after week one super week it kind of makes sense to just uh, have a, a brief uh, catch-up to get some thoughts out into the universe and potentially connect with people uh, that are curious so I ask people to send in some questions but i think before we jump into that uh, to just get everything out of the way uh, the, the the future episode with Jizuke is something that uh, we will do at some later time. I've been a bit lazy. It's like when, when we were initially planning to do it, uh, first he didn't have his own room yet in his gaming house, and then I got I got hit by COVID, and then right after COVID, this bit kind of just started for us in terms of preparation, and uh, I've just had different priorities. But as I mentioned before, we just kind of slum it uh, on this podcast, right? We don't uh, follow a schedule. We kind of do, do this thing however we want to do it. As long as we're moving forward, I don't mind. Uh, I made a commitment to the commitment uh, of just uh, continuing uh, with the podcast. Too many people say, yo, I want to do a podcast. Should we do a podcast? And uh, then it never happens. So I'd rather do a scuffed one than nothing at all. And then maybe down the line we can sell it to to some major corporation like uh, Chiquita Banana. If they would buy my podcast, I'd be down. We could like paint the whole screen with uh, bananas and fruit, something like that. I think it would be nice. Money well spent. Well. So week is over, first week, it was good to work with the new staff in terms of our preparation. I have sense behind me, but you guys hear him clicking. Uh, Shaves was also here on location, uh, felt good. Uh, you know, we, take, we took a lot of steps to split to make sure that we are more connected as a staff and that we are uh, pouring our energy into the same thing. I think how the staff works uh, also reflects on how the players uh, work together. So it's important to lead by example. You know, I think everyone last split tried uh, very hard and worked very hard, uh, but uh, we weren't necessarily working together. And I think uh, already uh, I feel a lot better. It uh, feels uh, a lot less stressful. And I feel uh, that we have strong direction in terms of what we want to achieve and do. Uh, the first super week, uh, I don't think our level of play was that great. Uh, which is fine, you know. In the end, it's just a super week. You know, the, the main thing for us is just a question of how we improve and how we move forward. And I think that's the case for every team. You know, it's like how do you use the information that you've gained from the super week? What can you confirm? What do you need to to work on? What are your perceived weaknesses? What are your perceived strengths? Because always with the super weeks, um, 
the, the tricky thing about Europe always is that we are always behind on patches, I mean ahead on patches. So we can't really take inspiration from other regions and um, the, the other regions like LPL and LCK are always uh, playing catch up and so forth. And um, that creates a circumstance where you can't necessarily uh, take too much inspiration from those regions and it's important to gather as large of a sample size as possible uh, when you um, you know prepare your drafts and you prepare uh, your uh, you know your identity so to speak coming into the weekend and um, that's why after the Subo week you have so much uh, footage now NA played on 12.11 Europe played on 12.11 you have information on your position you have information on yourself how you stick the landing coming into week two is uh, very important. So two one, you know, it's a f fine result. I think two wins, uh, one loss, completely fine. I think that the game against Excel, of course, I, I think this, this game was over like six minutes into the game, and um, before six minutes, it was like almost over. <laughs> uh, the main thing is, it's like we we had a terrible draft, very very wrong idea of what we wanted to do and uh, we had no chance of winning that game uh, from 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 the get-go a lot of people are curious about you know what, what is the thoughts and like why did we do something you know but it would be a little bit too revealing uh, of our overall strategy the main thing i can say is like that the enemy team <laughs> had ways yet to, to to execute and i think excel is a um, pretty solid team a pretty solid team and I don't think you can get away with uh, doing bullshit and drafting against them because uh, especially they delivered something pretty interesting, right? Not interesting, but uh, rather strong. Yeah, the Kalista, the Brom, they had the GP, you know, they had, they had a good combination going for themselves. And we were playing uh, a lot of uh, <laughs> C tier champs, maybe even D tier champs, very bad champs, uh, into matchups that uh, are quite good for champions that. Uh, are really really insane in the uh, uh, in the current meta. Like picking not to listen to Brom or you know, putting yourself in a situation where you have to play Draven into Brom or like the Leblanc and so forth. You know, I think you could see uh, a major adjustment coming into uh, the next day. Right, the next day was uh, uh, very different. First day, you know, if I look at the other teams, I think Rogue is looking quite weak right now. I think they didn't play so well against us either. I think uh, we had uh, the, the better draft uh, against them. Uh, the Morgana pick was quite brilliant uh, from, from Hilly, of course, uh, in, in that spot. And we had Jinx, Renata. Uh, Morgana is going to have a lot of value in such a game. And um, I think Rogue... Uh, were exploiting uh, some of uh, the issues that we showed in terms of how we connect uh, as, as a team and uh, we got caught on side a little bit but then eventually it's like that that fight that we had on the blue buff was quite disastrous it's like Kalista was basing Orn was catching bot wave and then they run in with two people on our blue and just get double killed and I think this propelled the game into a position where they could no longer uh, really play anymore because uh, Oriana Draven, uh, like Draven, cashed out big time, had a lot of gold. Uh, these champions are very tough to deal with, and they have a black shield, and uh, the range advantage was severely in our favor. 
not so easy to play Kalista and uh, it was it was quite good. I was happy with it. Um, they had Renata. Uh, their tools to engage are not like super straightforward. Single target. Uh, Morgana is very strong in those spots. Um, the second day we already talked about Excel. I just want to forget about that draft. It would be funny to, to hear you guys. You know, a lot of people always flame uh, the, the Yamada Karen drafts. You know, which is which is which is fun. You know, it's like I I, I know uh, what goes wrong and I know why uh, certain things happen. I always reflect on it. You know, and I learn more. And uh, so it's a very a cooperative process between me and the players of of trying to figure out uh, you know the the middle ground between uh, you know comfort and uh, and what is what is good. And hopefully those two things align if the practice has been, you know, aligned in the right direction. And, um, you know, it's it's my responsibility to make sure that coming into the game that people, the players are in the right state of mind to play the correct champs, right? So in the end, it is my responsibility, even though, you know, uh, it is a cooperative process that the final thing, the final idea, it's like... My, my job is to make sure that the players are in the right state of mind to play the things that are correct. Right? Can you explain the R5 and the XL comp? It's a very tough one to explain. <laughs> it was just very bad. Very bad. And then no more, uh, uh, no more comments on that one. Uh, nevertheless, uh, day three, we had the KO, Wukong. Uh, thank you very much, Gerchuk, uh, for uh, the subscription. Thank you very much. Um, against SK, that was a pretty fine game. You know, we had the Wukong, KO, we had uh, the, the Corky, the Corkster. It's like the enemy team picked Victor into our Corkster, and our Corky was winning lane. Like, um, Marek was an absolute machine. I think Marek absolutely smurfed the third game that we played and then the first game I felt like uh, yeah, even getting that double kill on bot really was huge against the Rogue but also I think the performance of Wunder on Gwen was uh, really really insane. And looking at the teams, if I look at the teams, like uh, if I, I compare the performance of all the teams I think G2 is definitely the team to beat. Um, they seem to have, you know, even though the meta might be different, uh, it isn't different enough to throw them off. I think they had the best uh, cohesion as a team, good understanding of, of, of macro concepts and uh, a really good understanding of how to win games. Uh, the, the form of the players is still uh, decent enough to, to, to crush everybody. Uh, G2 is for sure the team to beat. I think uh, Mad Lions looks interesting because the way Niski uh, connects with his teammates really breathes life into players like Elioya and, and, and Armut. And, and, and I think a big problem for them last split was that, uh, that it was very rare that you saw Mad Lions players, five players on the same screen. And um, there was also like issues with their champion pools last split, I think. And... Um, Seems like Niski has, is, is breathing new life into that team, and uh, they seem to be uh, actually, you know, connecting and, and fighting on on the same screen with multiple people. So that's um, like very good, uh, very good for them. Uh, they lost that game against Rogue. Honestly, like the, 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 that was so silly. 
still stupid out there how they lost the game to the Elder Dragon and then somehow after Rogue getting uh, absolutely dumpstered for the majority of the game they managed to get away with murder yeah, Rogue seem uh, Rogue seem to be I don't know very shook Rogue seems uh, I don't know what's going on there it's like the Rogue is in, in, in complete uh, disarray. <laughs> I feel like, um, what's his name? Malrang is, is not the same player as he was. I'm going to check if I can uh, change the sharpness. Not sure. Yeah, Malrang doesn't seem to be quite the same player. Uh, I know that Rogue started screaming quite late. Not sure what's going on over there with Rogue, but they are not the same team as they, as they were last split. Not at all. They sh they should have walked away uh, from this weekend at zero three. But to be fair, the schedule wasn't the easiest too, right? They faced us, G two, and uh, Mad Lions. And Mad Lions was a, was a pleasant surprise. Very happy for Niski. Very pleasant surprise. Uh, Niski Baba, doing good. I think M Mad Lions, XL, G two, uh, those are the teams uh, to, to to beat for us right now. I think the game against EXO, it doesn't really... Can't, we can't really highlight or, or compare how well either side plays because the game was lost in Champions Select. Like that, that game was just straight up lost in Champions Select. And then we really griefed the first Drake situation. It's like, Lissandra goes top to dive, and then we are doing Drake. Uh, LeBlanc doesn't hover, and we, we are doing Drake at the time, and we want to base and so forth. It was just... Very disarrayed, we got slaughtered there. It didn't line us up for uh, the Rift Herald situation well, and then we played the Rift Herald situation really bad, and then we were behind with a comp that uh, sucked dick, and, and that's it, you know? Credit to Excel, I think they played play good, but uh, I don't think it's... Uh, at least from my biased point of view, I, I'm not so keen to say that uh, they are so much better in this moment, you know? Why is Misfit so weak? Um, it's it's strange because the form of Misfits now is what I expected of them last split. So like if I think of Misfits year, what is still surprising to me is their regular split standing of last split. And everyone said with maximum confidence that whoever faces Misfits in a best of five is going to crush, crush them. And it was true, right? I think Misfit seems to lack leadership, uh, lack creativity, lack skill. You know, it's very hard to, to pinpoint it, you know? And it's unfair to like point to a specific player because this just seems to be like a team that doesn't really function. Like, what's the idea of, of what they piece together? Uh, I'm not so sure. Uh, it's it's very hard to judge from outside, but it's looking very grim. What do you think about Astralis' performance so far? Uh, yeah, I think I think it's interesting enough. You know, they, I think Astralis is the type of team that can play spoiler. I think definitely Astralis uh, can make playoffs in the current uh, climate of uh, LEC. 
It's like the teams that I expect to go to playoffs is Mad Lions, us, uh, Vitality, XL, G2, Rogue. Maybe I'm forgetting some, some, some team because I'm just saying them uh, off uh, the top of my mind, but it is what it is. I think that the rest is, is, is not, not the same. Excel is decent. I mean, Astralis is decent. I think Chachi had a really rough start, but I believe he can play a lot better than he did. So, I, I still have hopes, uh, higher hopes for, for Richie Chachi than what he showed in the first uh, weekend. Because that Sion game against Jax was, uh, <laughs> was very rough. Very rough. Well, I think uh, part of the sport, right, is that we have to uh, assume things, right? We, we assume things because we have very limited information. It's like I'm doing the voice of Yamato, right, but I'm not giving you guys a full picture. It's like I, that, that would go against, uh, like, it, it would just be, you know, a conflict of interest for me to try to divulge information I shouldn't divulge that could put that jeopardizes what I want to build here. You know, if I tell you the ins and outs of, of everything, uh, just to make it a more interesting podcast episode would be bad, right? But as 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 viewers of teams, the with the fun part about any competition, any sport, is to speculate, is to assume with the information that we have from the outside. That's the fun of it, right? But of course, we shouldn't say that something is 100% certain. It's like, oh, this looks kind of bad. Like, what's happening here? You know, this player team uh, looks uh, like shit, you know? Uh, they're not really laughing at the cameras. They look like down. They look sad. You know, this is the information that we get to work with uh, as, as spectators. So that's perfectly fine. Obviously, I have uh, a lot of inside information too and so forth, but this is not something that I would ever uh, review. Why not bootcamp in Korea? Seems like I still wanted to do it. Uh, the things that we needed to, we need and needed to work on as a team are things that we can work on here on the ground in Berlin. Um, going to to Korea to to get smashed, um, you know, I think that's that's fine if uh, you function well as a team, you know. I don't think it's uh, quite the same. Uh, for in our position, because I don't think we were, or we are lacking skills per se. It's more about like we, we are lacking the the, the foundation. Uh, well, we are building the foundation for us to to improve as a group, and improve as individuals within the group, and to feel comfortable to to face harsh truths and uh, to 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 work on weaknesses. Uh, I would like to continue now by checking your Twitter questions. I think it makes sense. Uh, let's see now. Mine. 
Mine asks, jungle such an easy role, but who calls for action on the map? Why do we see less and less jungle sub action? This combo is still strong as fuck in solo queue, but people do not know what to do, sadly. I don't know if your question is in, in connection to, to pro play or solo queue. Solo queue, I can't speak to it, right? Because I think in lower levels, uh, there is a lot of different ways of playing support and still win. You can like be hyper-focused on just winning lane or playing something that scales in lane or you can play a champion that roams a lot and impacts mid and top and connects with your jungler. In, in, in solo queue, there's multiple ways of, of, of winning, right? Usually the most effective strategy in, in, in solo queue is to, to, to find as many roam timers as possible. Uh, the same thing happens in um, uh, on the LEC levels too. That's like it just depends on the situation. It's like sometimes you don't need to fight 3v3 mid or connect with your jungler because it just doesn't give you anything in the moment. Uh, sometimes uh, you're just weaker. Sometimes you have to connect through bot and your, your jungler needs to go into bottom side and play through bottom side. And in that case, roaming with your support makes uh, less sense, right? It always depends on the situation. Uh, it's, it's never black and white. Uh, but uh, connecting with jungle and support is very important. Um, that you, you hit. It's like there's a certain point in the game uh, where, um, let's say you do first clear into bot, right? Four minutes first clear into bot, you want to try to set up a situation where you base on bottom side. You open up on the map with your support jungle usually takes one one or two camps uh, they are going to be at uh, their eighth camp ninth camp they step into river uh, support uh, depending on the both ways situation either connects uh, with uh, with the jungle or uh, jungle connects with with the bottom side uh, this is the time where levels level six happens on mid 530 wave uh, you clear your tenth camp uh, you pressure around Drake area if you're strong enough. You you make the bot wave stacking. Everything depends on the wave state, right? You can't just like up and leave and just connect with your jungle because you feel like it, right? There's, there's a lot of details to it. Then afterwards, you know, the the, the, the same line of thinking follows. Uh, the preparation for Herald is bot involved, not involved. Depends on the bot situation, but depends on the top side situation. There, there's so much nuance to it that. Um, makes it uh, trickier than just saying jungle sword action you know but in, in in most senses like if you open up on the map either you contest through mid and your jungle and support goes through mid or you contest through through bottom side and then you connect with your mid laner like that right if you want to control a uh, river so um I think if if you want an answer, uh, more jungle support action is is usually like it, it's beneficial if we want to make like a, a broad stroke. Fairconex asks, why would such experience rosters bad drafts happen so often? Some more than others, but they keep on happening quite more regularly than overall performance of a team. Why there is disparity with showing experience on the rift and during champion selection? Uh, because the the game uh, consistently changes, right? The game consistently changes. And the addition of one champion can change your opinion of every other champion. Like, let's say enemy first pick Gwen. All of a sudden, everything that you want to pick in every role changes. And um, uh, that creates a, a big layer of nuance. Uh, Dice asks... 
Ever since the third game in playoffs against Rogue, Hilly and Mark seem to be off their game. I know you want to spike at the end, how you're planning on getting everyone in the peak shape uh, come playoffs. Uh, we just want to make sure that we build a culture of honesty and, and, and growth, and this will take a lot of uh, hard work, but I believe we've taken the right steps in this direction by, you know, really pushing people to, to, to speak up and to... Um, I was starting to read the next question and uh, it blew my mind, like, uh, so I lost my train of thought. But I think I answered your question sufficiently, guys. Fart Sniffer Andy, humongous chugus, have you ever held your breath while taking a shit and you breathe for one second and you lose all of your progress? I've never done that. I've never done that. Uh, Ariel Martinson asks, uh, do Fnatic have their own barber that visits you guys once a month, so you guys look good on camera when you guys win? Uh, no, we don't. Uh, I wish I wish we did. Uh, that would be very convenient. But I just go to a local uh, barber shop. I cut my hair at uh, this uh, man who just... Um, his name is Tarek, like the champion. He doesn't say a word, he just points. I just say fade, short on the sides, two millimeters, fade with the beard, make it connect, cut the top a little bit, no problem. Easy peasy. Picasso. Eranando asks, what is your impression of Binzu as a substitute? Do you plan on making him play in some scrim games? He was told to flexible for some roles. Thank you in advance. Uh, my impression is good, but it, it's not first-hand impressions. It's, uh, it's information I've received from, from people that I trust. Um, my impression is good. I, I don't plan to make him play any scrim games uh, because the, the way League is... Uh, like where well, the European League is like if, if if you have a player that loses an arm or a leg like um, you're already in deep trouble so preparing for that is a bit uh, you know too hard Daniel asks tier list for the last patch I'm not gonna cook up a tier list right now also, do you think Belva is going to be played in pro play and why? I don't think it's going to be played unless it is really overtuned. I think champions like that uh, require uh, too, too many things to go right for uh, their dreams to be fulfilled. It's kind of like Master Yi. The reason you didn't see Master Yi in pro play is because the, the, the dream of, of what Master Yi needs to achieve and like the ideal situation for Master Yi uh, require... Uh, like too many things to go right like it, you need to have enemy champs with no cc at all like any any champion that's like reliant on like hitting a lot and like just sticking to people by just hitting them hitting them hitting them like those champions tend to struggle in in, in, in fights <laughs> but yeah i'm not gonna do a tier list like uh, you you are making a madness by asking for a tier list um Thank you very much, Harry Skills. Hi there, do you prefer tank engage supports or enchanted supports at the moment? Uh, I like them both in scenarios where they are good. Uh, Philoran asks, are humanoid and caps the best mids at the moment? I would say so, yes. 
Are you still searching for an analyst? Uh, we are in talks with, with someone. But it's complicated. Mask Swan asks, seeing as you have experience with regions which don't ha qualify as minor regions currently, uh, what does that mean? I've only been in premium leagues. I've only been in the top of the top, the LCK and the LEC. What is the best way to get regions with, without representation shown more? I would say, like, make them play each other. And, um, I, like, at least in my mind, if, if I would be a part of a minor region, I would rather want to see uh, my power in correlation to the other minor regions, uh, rather than uh, send me in to get slaughtered by T1 four times in a row, or RNG. I don't think that's necessarily fun. I think you need to give the minor regions um, a way to build storylines uh, to create more hype coming into those matches. Uh, put them in situations where they can actually like create a highlight reel. For example, the world format is pretty good. Like The playing stage is pretty damn good because you have a first tier team from a minor region playing against a team uh, from uh, like a major region but they have like the fourth seed this makes a lot more sense like so much more sense and uh, in my mind you just want to create situations where minor regions face other minor regions I think such uh, pride is is nice and then when you have those teams that manage to qualify That managed to qualify, uh, like like the MSI, the MSI format is just garbage, right? Because you just have like the, the minor regions are just uh, cannon fodder, you know? They're they're getting slaughtered. Just have the minor region play against each other. Crown the king of the minor regions, and then you can have a lot of hype behind that team that manages to to win against them all, and then you have hype coming into the matches against uh, T1 and so forth. Drifu asks, did you hear about uh, the Carmine Corp event in Accor Arena? If yes, what do you think about it and about this type of events in general? Well, I come from an era of uh, tournaments being hosted and matches being hosted uh, on road shows, so I miss it very much. I think this was brilliant. I miss it super much. I think playing over and over again in Berlin is um, it's not so great. Chad, is, you say that wouldn't be good for viewership. H how come? You know that some of these minor region leagues have more viewership uh, than like North America. How did you came up with the Draven pick into Kalista? Draven is, has been considered a strong pick into Kalista for as long as I remember. I miss roadshows. Like in my mind, it would be super cool that if in Europe we just play like uh, a tournaments um, and, and and matches uh, everywhere. 
It's like the first LCS match that I played as a player was in Lille. I played in France. It was a wooden uh, arena. I believe the arena is called Zenit. And uh, that was absolutely nuts. That, like, that was made out of wood. And I played on a prototype Fnatic, uh, I mean, Steel Series keyboard. And I used uh, Xpeke's mouse because I was forced to play with Steel Series because that was a sponsor. Yeah, unlucky. First timing with the uh, new gear. But I solo killed Alex Ish in my first game, so that's nice. Numerous team owners voiced negative opinions about this K-Cop event to Riot, saying it's unfair. Have you heard anything about this and what's your opinion on that? Um, I'm not sure. If it's unfair, then maybe Riot EU should wake the fuck up, you know, and start uh, getting busy. Fucking, uh, I think, um, like we, well, what, what, what has LEC had? I think the LEC finals have been really boring in terms of, you know, the production and where it's been. So, yeah, props to K-Cop for uh, managing to piece something together, right? I like it. Uh, Kram asks, did it take a long time for the players to trust your decisions or was it a fairly, fairly quick process? No, I think the, the main thing is just honesty, right? like we need to admit to, to mistakes and you need to be open-minded you need to you know have uh, a spirit of wanting to to learn and to acquire new wisdom and um, I think this is something that anyone uh, can appreciate and I think with that comes uh, trust you know so it always starts from first impressions and then it's all about how you capture that and how you uh, pay uh, that initial, uh, you know, that initial uh, impression, how much, um, uh, let me rephrase myself, it's more about like, you you have a first impression, you come in, uh, people are open-minded, right, and then it's just a question of how you capture that and how you build on that. TVM asks, is your goal a we are all best friends atmosphere or rather a let's go to work and be professionals one? Um, it's hard to choose just one because it often depends on the people. Uh, but I think the most important thing is that you have an environment where people feel supported and people feel like they can grow and that they have an opportunity to feel uh, like uh, importance. I think in, in, in like working, it's important. It's like anyone wants to feel important. Anyone wants to feel like their effort matters and uh, that they are uh, irreplaceable. And it's like we are being best friends. You know, that depends on the personality. You know, some people hang out more than others, and sometimes they hit it off, and sometimes not. Like that's that's completely okay. Uh, some people want to be professionals, but uh, you know, it's a question of what what is a professional defining that right. Like a professional is a person that is uh, sympathetic and empathic with, with, with their co-workers and supportive. Right? 
I think the idea of like let's go to work and be professionals, like people have this view, it's like oh you just do your job and you don't fucking say shit. And I don't think it's necessarily like that either. Uh, Coco DCD24, how does the team playing coaching staff feel this summer split? We trust in all of you. Good luck to you. Thank you very much, first and foremost, for your kind words. Uh, feels pretty fucking good. I, I said at the beginning of the episode, I feel uh, a lot better uh, this split because I feel like we, we are a squad, you know, uh, the same way we want the players to play together. We, we are a staff that is working together. So that feels uh, a lot better. And uh, we're all uh, more in line and in tune with each other. So it feels pretty fucking good. Nikolai Senels uh, asks, biggest surprise evaluating spring split besides not winning it? Um, mm, nothing really surprising. I wouldn't use the word surprising. You know? just, just lessons and mistakes. Not necessarily surprising. Just Super asks, has competing at Worlds and in multiple regions changed your personal worldview? And if so, how? Mm, I, I think that the main thing, like the, the, the first thing that came to mind when you asked this question, I read it, is just, um, it's like people are just people, you know? People are just people and it's like where you're from and so forth. Um doesn't really matter, you know? It's just people are just people. The same metrics apply. The same strengths and weaknesses appear, you know? And the same measurements and the same processes can be applied in order to get the most uh, out of people, you know? Because there are certain traits that can be trained, right? Some people just have an easier time with them, and some people have a harder time with them. And that's it. People are just people. Fabibo Tropipu. I don't know if uh, I'm like I'm reading the most weird name. I don't know if I'm insulting someone's mother. Uh, confident for next split. Do you think those mid-season changes are going to impact the competition? Uh, well, yes. Uh, this was uh, asked uh, June 13th, so it's quite some time ago. Uh, yes, uh, it, it impacts the competition because you just have a completely new method to figure out. And um, sometimes, you know, you just need uh, a lot more volume to, to find the right direction. Sometimes you find the right direction first and other teams have to follow you. And sometimes you need to adjust along the way and you need to just, you know, the more information you have, the easier it is to, to, to make uh, more accurate uh, decisions. And when I say information, it's just like volume of games. Greasy Butterfly asks, how does it feel looking like a father of three for the past five years, despite being born in 1995? I don't really care too much about how I am perceived. It's like people, oh, you look old. I don't really care. It's like, it is what it is. <laughs> Can't really do much about it, you know. I use face cream occasionally. And, and that's it. I don't mind. 
Wukong asks, what's your opinion on Excel? Could it really make worlds? If so, what would they need to do to achieve that goal? Um, yeah, they need to play good. <laughs> need to play good. It's as simple as that. They need to play good, play better than the other teams that are in competition. I think they're on the right path, you know? Made the addition of Nelson, put in Mickey X. I think these are steps you gotta take if you want to, to, to win, right? And, uh, you know, the key thing about Excel is that um, I think everyone in that team, besides Mickey, uh, I think they are in the best team that they possibly deserve as, as players. So this is like the best chance, I believe, uh, that these players are going to get, you know? Besides Mickey, because Mickey just is such a historical uh, player with so much pedigree, right? So I don't put him in that same box. And um, they have a good staff. They have uh, good momentum. It seems like the Korea boot camp was working out for them. And um, I think that uh, they developed and grew a lot in spring too. It seems like they have a good process in place. And... Uh, it seems like they are a team that is capable of facing challenges. So, uh, definitely on, on the lookout for, for XL. Dave Virus wrote, If XL could manage to get Vettel, Nemesis and fudge for top lane, they would become title contenders. I think that is hilarious. Uh, but, um, yeah, uh, everybody uh, likes to underrate Nuke Duck. Um, which is fair because he doesn't stream. He's not a, a personality that is too loud. And uh, uh, Nuktak is uh, a brilliant player. I think he deserves a lot more respect. And Finn is not doing so bad. How can you make a discussion as efficient as possible in league or in life as a whole? Hmm. Interesting question. Need to think a little bit about this. It's important to mentally separate, you know, talking is, is just talking, right? But when you are trying to reach a certain conclusion, uh, thank you very much, Hamoudi98x, uh, when you're trying to reach a certain conclusion or you're trying to, to cooperate with someone or you're trying to understand someone, uh, something that I find that helps is that you need to separate the act of responding and also uh, with with the act of listening. When you actually actively try to listen, you're trying to find a way to understand rather than trying to find uh, like think about what you're going to answer. I think that's fairly common. But the efficiency of a discussion is something that you achieve with effort and time because the way discussions look like is going to differ from pe person to person. Like if, if, if you have a, 
a discussion with someone, uh, you're going to learn more and more about that person if it is a positive conclusion, right? You're going to learn about how they think and what kind of words, uh, what, what, what language they use, and you're going to begin to like build bridges in, in your communication style. But I think separating the act of responding and listening uh, can go a long way. Because it's, it's, it's very easy to be like, oh, oh, this person said this, I need to answer this, I need to talk about this, I need to answer this, that he misunderstood. It's important to listen. It's like, what is, the, what is the other person trying to actually convey? And then start from there, you know? Uh, Jacob uh, with the monkey emoji. Uh, any plans or anything you've learned after the mental boom from last split? Or oh, many plans. I think we've talked about them plenty, uh, but many plans. Uh, where do you get your shirts from? Uh, Far Cry asks. It's, it's kind of all over the place. I have some Versace shirts. I have some Gucci shirts. I have some Eton shirts. Uh, mostly I have shirts from Eton. I really like the brand Eton. Uh, you can check them out. Uh, it's a very good brand. Love it. Zid Burawi asks, how I can Nico support be a thing in pro play? Uh, I think uh, most of the time other supports uh, just provide better and more uh, consistent tools. Uh, you have uh, abilities uh, that makes Nico a very unfocused champion. It's a very strange champion because the cohesion of the abilities is not like super insane, right? Like, you're supposed to E and then you're supposed to Q, but if you support your Q, uh, damage is negligible. So, your main focus is like how powerful is your E. E is a spell that is not super easy to hit. You can do some tricks here and there and be cheeky with how you morph into other people and then you like use your ult out of fog and so forth. But it's, um, it's just not worth uh, the effort and time. You could You could pick champions that are specialists in what you need uh, because Nico is just a little bit too much uh, all over the place Kurth asks would you rather sit on a cake and eat dick sit on <laughs> sit on dick and eat cake <laughs> that's a terrible question <laughs> that is that is twisted I reserve the right to, <laughs> to not answer I don't even want to think about it I guess eating cake is the only like pleasant thing here, so I don't know. Disaster. Paulus Lol asks, who entered LEC semis? Everyone did. The whole team. We all did. Uh, Peter Johnson asks, 
Uh, what do you enjoy the most about the game League Legends? Uh, team play, opportunities for outsmarting, theory crafting, always good to remember the source of passion. Uh, for me, is uh, I, I like the, the general mechanic of the game. Uh, just, I think it's very smooth. I think it's a very responsive game. Uh, I think uh, the way the character moves and how you control your character feels very in tune. Kind of reminds me of how, uh, like, World of Warcraft in terms of... Um, and like World of Warcraft was, was is so damn good uh, as an MMO because of how smooth the movement is, the, like the actions that you can take and and like how you can cancel abilities, you can jump and you can hop and you can do all sort of stuff. This um, just feels so good uh, playing World of Warcraft. So uh, God God bless World of Warcraft, and I, I, I kind of feel the same vibe from League. You know, I'm very happy with my control of the character. Everything feels very fair and. Uh, it seems like there's thought behind uh, how it actually feels to to play the character, and I think this is something that uh, uh, Riot uh, does uh, very well. I think also the lore of League of Legends is really good. I think the music of League of Legends is very good. I enjoy uh, the graphics. I enjoy also uh, the general change that always it comes with with the patches. And uh, the, the, the theory crafting of it is also really, really fun. So uh, those are a, a lot of uh, points. I, I really like League of Legends. I, I don't get the, the people that say they hate the game and they, they keep playing it. Just, just stop if it doesn't make you happy, right? It's like, sadly, most games are designed with the intention of making you addicted because they're trying to add elements that... Um, give you dopamine hits and so forth and you, you just try to to chase that over and over again but I like it Zultan Cat asks are you gonna get O3 in the finals or in the semis this time hopefully another but um, I see you G2 fan FNC asks uh, Milan's diary as uh, this person's name Everything already feels different in a good way. I don't want to know if it's uh, something that the players and the staff is feeling too. Ah, I feel it, yeah. I feel it. Stormrage343, uh, Titsu asks, uh, Why do people force people to choose? Well, what's up with that, Titsu asks? So, well, why, why, why you gotta make a man choose? I enjoy both. Like, come on. Why make a man choose? It's like... I go eat dinner. I have a meal. I have a beverage. Maybe a dessert. Right? Multiple things. Mo asks, how much does out-of-game synergy matters in terms of having a cohesion team in-game? Do you think players can perform well together regardless of how much they share when it comes to daily stuff, activities, eating, or living together? I think it's a lot easier to have the conversations that you need to have in order to move the team forward when the team is more connected. It's like the more time you spend together, the more opportunities you have to learn about others and the more opportunities you have to discuss things that are going to matter in the long term. And I think that's what it boils down to. 
it just becomes a lot easier to have the conversations that you need to have as a team in order to um, move forward. And that's it. Slayer asks, do players take do players take any draft tricks in solo queue or are they just built that different? I'm, I'm sure players uh, think about the champion they choose and um, the impact um, uh, it is going to have uh, on the game. I think it's uh, very normal to just choose champions that are going to win new games in solo queue too. I don't think they're going to ask people to like, oh, don't pick this. Oh, you need to play this to win. I don't think they're they are tryharding that much. Uh, G2 fan from Scrims, who looks like the top three in LEC? Um, I think I would say, and not necessarily from Scrims, but from stage, I would say uh, XL, Mad, Us, and G2 are the top four. Tarhas asks, personal favorite weird pick you have seen or do yourself? I really like Azir top lane. Uh, I really like Azir top lane. Now that's one for you. Uh, Bruno, aka Bruniel123, I want to know about meditation and how's it going for you? I, I enjoy meditation, but I do it more in the sense of living mindfulness rather than sitting and doing mindfulness. I like to pretty much take in the world for what it is, you know, like smell the fresh air and uh, to pay attention to the details of my surroundings and in, in some shape or form, this is uh, a type of meditation too. Really being there, present in that, that second uh, that uh, you're living in the moment is... Uh, it's a form of meditation and something that I do on a daily basis. Oscar Veze Sunlöf, uh, what separates the players on the team from players you have worked previously? That's a very tough question to respond to because I work with so many different players. So there's uh, similarities and so forth. And it's like Wunder came back to me now after like the Splice era and the G2 era. And I think I think this group is just. Um, this, this this group uh is not as 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 talkative in, in in discussions as as i've had like in previous groups for example there is there is no one quite in the team that is like like Bipo. Bipo is ready to talk about any topic at any point in time you ask him a question and he will write you a book And that can be very nice, but sometimes it can be tiring too, you know? Depends on the circumstance, you know? Depends on the situation. Bupo is... Bupo is uh, I like Bupo a lot. I miss him. Will you win some split? I believe so, yes. Hablas de Espanol? Just a little bit. I just know the phrases from songs, like... Uh, Rido Sintetico and uh, Mueve tu culo mueve and uh, 
whatever else. La gente está muy loca. And uh, vamos a la playa. And uh, Yamato Charcutero. How many suits? I have nine suits. Jort uh, Jut Deg, what do you think of the new meta and do you think it favors Fnatic? Uh, time will tell. Time will tell. What's your top five hip hop albums? Jarno Klopstra asks. Hmm. <laughs> Mm. Oh, that's tricky. Uh, for sure, I would put Good Kid Mad City. That's one for sure. Mm. Other than that, it's so difficult. Let's just say Good Kid, Mad City. Let's say... Damn. Let's say... Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. To Pimp a Butterfly. And then Section 80. Those are my, my, my top five. In, in no specific order. Probably Good Kid, Mad City first, and then Damn second, and then... Uh, Mr. Morale and the Big Step is third, and then To Pimp a Butterfly fourth, and Section 80 fifth. Half hour. Abreu asks, did you ever stop and realize that at some point in the future you'll be thought of for the very last time? I guess in some shape or form I have, because I take take pride in how I will be remembered. Would be nice if uh, my great 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 grandkids will tell their kids about uh, how good this podcast is. <laughs> but yeah, it's easy to feel very small in the world, but. Uh, we, we are all connected somehow. You know? Maybe a good deed that you do one day will, you know, it's like uh, the butterfly effect, you know? The wings of a butterfly can move mountains. So imagine you, you help someone on the street you do a good deed, and maybe this person goes on to, to save the whole world. And then in some shape or form, you are responsible. And then it's like everything's connected somehow, you know? There's this thing that I've repeated many times on this podcast. It's like, imagine you meet a thousand people in your lifetime. And those thousand people meet a thousand people, and all of a sudden you connect somehow to a million people, right? And then you do that again, and uh, you cover the whole world, right? So we do matter. We're all connected. Freddy Gazelle, how is your relationship with Ivan? You both look pretty close. Uh, yeah, I would say I'm pretty close with Ivan. 
uh, we live together right now because I don't have an apartment. He invited me to his humble abode, and uh, that's uh, quite nice. I I enjoy it. You know, he's he's a good dude. He's grown super much in the time span of us working together, and uh, I genuinely enjoy spending time with him. He's 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 a good kid. I, I feel like he's uh, he's my little brother. You know. Casey Laguerle asks, what do you think about K-Corp in LEC as a coach, as a fan of LOL, and as an LEC member? I think it makes sense. Bring them in already. Bring that fandom and let's uh, create some sparks. Let's create some historical matchups that people are going to care about uh, for a very long time. Let's get some, some, some more eyes on the LEC and some more excitement. Let's get K-Corp in the building. And then um, sparks will fly. <coughs> Edward Taines asks, are you into watches? If so, what brands and what do you own? I enjoy Rolexes. Um, not, not because it's like the, the meme brand. Not the meme brand, but you get what I mean. It's like it's a, it's a brand that everyone always mentions. But 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 Rolex really has a finesse to it. They are really timeless pieces, and they are very careful with how they, um, you know, just um, manage the the value of watches. They don't like oversaturate the market, or they don't do anything to taint uh, their reputation, as far as I know. Other watch brands would be like Psycho. I think Psychos are great. Grand Psychos are amazing. And that's it. Is Frankie de Jong joining Manchester United? I would say yes. Yes. Yes, he will. Uh, Lauren Lonardi asks top three luxury brands. I would say Louis Vuitton. I would say Gucci. And I would say Rolex. I also like Yeezys a lot. How scrims going? Scrims are going decently. Uh, Jorbitz asked me this question. Um, decent, better than last split, which is uh, all that we need. <laughs> Let's see if there's any questions on the other posts, and then maybe I'm going to to move on with my life. Uh, I will dominate. Asks. What did Hilly say in comms as he tanked three turret shots and W the wave mid lane? I believe he said, I don't know what I'm doing. And then he said, GP no ult. Ezreal no ult. <laughs> what a chimp. <laughs> oh man. Rob Mohawk94 is asking, if one member of the team had to protect you while the others hunted you, who would you pick and why? I would either choose Hilly or Wunder. It's like... Hilly has 
like freakish strength like very freakish strength I don't know what's up with him like Kelly also like fishes and shit like if we are stuck in the wilderness you know we, we can find food you know and Ellie's a good time as well I think Wunder would like run out of gas very quick you know he's strong but when we play sports Wunder scaling is not so good neither is mine it's like we, we both carry around a, a lot of weight so we run out of gas rather quickly Annie asks um, if LPL teams have shown that fast-paced competitive games are possible and what, are this patch, what this patch is most likely heading towards why are EU and other regions teams still playing on the belief that games should last longer now and do you think this will start to change I don't think necessarily um, I don't think necessarily that uh, people are thinking oh scaling is the way to play now I think it's, it's always there's always nuance to it um, like uh, even in the LPL, uh, it's like what what does scaling really mean? It's it's like most games are finished at twenty minutes anyway. It's like most of these fiestas that you see that go on for thirty minutes is is either it's, it's like often uh, these uh, th these games are not really correlated with with good play. It's like for example, we played against SK, we played scaling, but we won the game in 26 minutes due to the circumstance of the game uh, we took a fight it was close to the nexus uh, we had uh, wave set up so we could end the game i don't think game time is uh, super important i think lpl teams follow very similar patterns uh, to to gameplay as other regions i think it's just a question of of accuracy i think uh, that's the that's the main thing I would definitely say that uh, that EU teams and NA teams are going to be worse, and the lower half of LCK teams are definitely going to be worse too. Uh, but the patterns uh, always uh, reemerge, and there's also the same thing for LPL. It's like the, the, the teams in the LPL are not built the same. It's, there's very diff big differences between the teams in the LPL too in terms of skill, and, um, and this is just something that you sharpen with time, the precision of how you play. Uh, I wouldn't say necessarily that. Uh, Everyone in EO is like, oh, we have to pick scaling. Uh, I, I would disagree with this notion. A fanatic Golders asks, when are you dropping your new drill EP? I wish I could, uh, I wish I could rap the music. Sounds like it would be a lot of fun. I don't know if I would be able to do drill. I don't even know how to like write drill. It sounds it's, it's just so difficult to even imagine. Um, Mathinho asks, "What do you think your pick would look like? Like my pickaxe? I'll probably have like a mithril pickaxe. I'm humble. Mithril pickaxe. I like the blue. Um, yeah." Uh, Pedro Oliveira, what do you consider you have to improve on to win the RSC? Good luck for the split. Fnatic just need to uh, improve their individual play, their drafting, their uh, macro, da 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 da. But it's the, the most important thing is the process of improvement needs to be improved, and then everything else will follow. You know, 
that's the main thing. And that process of improvement involves us uh, connecting a lot more as, 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 as humans and to, to be honest and open with each other and to, to build a culture of, um, of, of feedback. And then everything else will come into place because we have smart players. We have smart players, smart individuals and team, and uh, we have enough uh, capacity to, to raise the knowledge uh, to, to the top end. Jin Wick, the fourth. Uh, is Wonders WoW addiction affecting its gameplay positively or negatively? Uh, I think it's I think it's whatever. Uh, I wouldn't say so far this is an addiction. I think he just likes the game and it's okay to like a game. Uh, it's not like he's sitting like there t- up till 6 a.m. and like uh, play gaming, you know, and destroying his life. No, it's, it's all good, you know. Everyone has the right to, to, to take uh, some time off and, and do some different shit. So... No worries there. Okay. Uh, people in the chat, is there something that you guys want to ask? Or we're going to begin to round off the episode of Voice of Yamato after the Super Week. I can begin to talk about, uh, you know, our next week's matchups. We are uh, doing a game against Mad Lions. We're doing some games against uh, Astralis 2. Uh, fun games coming up. I don't think there's any team that I would be not excited to face. I just I'm pretty excited about the competition. Feel a bit tired because it's my birthday. After all, not the most uh, natural thing to talk into a camera, but we we, we do our best. Thinking back on COVID times, did you ever think that fist bumps are arguably less sanitary than handshakes if you consider that people often wipe their nose with the back of their hand? What? Wipe their nose with the back of their hand? Like, who does that? (laughs) Do you think people just do this? I'm not sure, man. I am not a virologist. With the knuckle, like this? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know why you are interested in this, Geshuk. And I don't understand why you think I have the answer. I think we move on, Gershuk. I think I think we're fine. We're good. We'll survive with not answering this question. I guess I will not sleep sleep today. Yeah, enjoy. Uh, how does the, te- does the team feel so far about playing in front of a crowd? Is it a better experience with them so far? Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of good. Kind of good. Um, I think we, we enjoy it. Feels more alive. Uh, feels more real. So, uh, I think it's good. What do you think about Star support so far? Oh, picked a little Soraka, played a little Glacial Logman Pike. He's, he's a cool cat. Seems to have confidence and uh, that's, that's all you can ask for. We will see the development of, of Astralis, but uh, yeah, 
this guy seems uh, fun. I can't say so far if he's good because I didn't like look at the Stratus um, games that thoroughly yet. But uh, that's it. Yeah, Shaves will continue to work with us remotely. Um, Shaves is uh, my assistant coach. We we work in like a, a divide and conquer kind of style. I say, yo, can you can you look at uh, uh, Wunder and, and and Mark? They are uh, griefing. Uh, can you make sure that uh, they they so griefing? Can you look into it? See what's up? Why are they dying on site? And he's on it. He also does the research in terms of the scouting for the enemy, and I do the research of us. I have a question: Why is my boyfriend so handsome? Why? What do you mean, why? You know the answer to this. <sighs> so tired, boy. I deserve some rest, guys. I deserve some rest. I'll catch you guys on the flippity flop. I'm so tired. But I thought that... Uh, I need to squeeze uh, an episode in because otherwise I'll just push it forward uh, forever so thank you so much for watching uh, I'll see you guys uh, some other time I'm losing my voice a little bit I have like a cold going in the office I believe uh, bye bye